stock rig to full-on LS-powered two buggies on stickies. This is the Total War Room Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Mike, and this is episode 193 of the Total Offered Podcast. <laughs> in case in case people need to know, yeah, though they've already clicked it and they're here and they're listening. They're not sure what they've clicked. Now they know. Now they know. Mike, Mike, I saw something crazy this weekend. You saw something crazy. Crazy. Tell, tell me about it. This past weekend. Um, I saw Patty's getting crazy traction. Nah, you didn't see any of that. Okay. Must have been must have been something else. Yeah, it must have been. They got so much traction they broke a drive shaft. Twisted it in half. <laughs> but you didn't see that. I didn't see that. That didn't actually happen, I'm pretty sure. Uh yeah, we went wheeling. Indeed. We took some people with us. Actually, I think they took us with took me with them. I I'm not sure how that worked. Uh, well, originally, the plan, the, plan the plan this weekend was for Kyle <laughs> and mm-hmm. our buddy Ed to take their Dodge M37s to the Badlands on Veterans Day to do a little mild wheeling, you know, just for fun. And of course, having, you know, World War II veteran Jeeps there. Pretty cool. Oh, I was cool. going to tag along just in case they needed me. I didn't even expect to do any real wheeling. My plan was just to follow around a couple of old Dodges and maybe get them unstuck or tow one back to the the front or something. I, I don't know. That's what I had planned, but that's not exactly what happened. Mm-mm. No. What happened? Instead, a bunch of people ended up showing up and uh, we did some actual rock crawling. It was pretty fun. It was uh, me and Steve, of course, Kyle and Ed, uh, Wild Bill and his patties, which actually wow. did have lots of traction. He did some lines that I couldn't, which was upsetting. Uh, <laughs> Dustin, Dave, and Vance were there. I should say Dustin Speakman, Dave Hansen, Vance Bohannon, and Adam, whose name I last name I don't know, but he is the owner of the company Buildco Tools. Adam Ford. Adam Ford of yes. Buildco Tools was there in his crawling Toyota on what forty twos? Forty twos. Yeah, that thing yeah. was a monster. 42 inch. I think they were called like I curbs, the tires, I curbs or I'm parking lots. I don't know what they were called. Something like that. I see. <laughs> they weren't they weren't IROCs. They were something else. Well, whatever they, they, they were, were, it was doing like some work. I curbs or I, I things took a line. I didn't even think it was a line. The line just off the creek. The one that Bill broke on. Yeah. Yeah. Just to like, if you're up on top, just to the right, like not the, not like just the, the easy way up, but there's like this like crazy, like rock face. That's like, not, it's not even an obstacle. It's like, no, that just exists, but you don't climb it. He climbed that. So when we were out there, 20, gosh, what was that for even? Chris was there with his, it was the, Man, I don't even remember what event that was. It was the I think it was the event that uh, I had just got my Jeep done. So it was like 2021, I think. Um, maybe. But either way, uh, we had. Oh, man, brain is drawing a blank. He had a JK. Mitch, I don't even know how I thought of that. OK, so moral Mitch of the did, story, did Mitch yeah. make it up that line? So Mitch did the line he actually did further. So when you're talking about standing up top, looking down at the obstacle, it was further to the right. Even more so to the right than. Oh, yeah. So it wasn't as much of a straight up wall as it was kind of like this weird kind of cambered like climb. It was sketchy. It was sketchy oh, it was to watch him sketchy. do it. I remember Mitch doing it and it being very yeah. sketchy, but I don't remember him making it. But watching Adam do it and making did. it, oh, I was like, what? Up? I thought he I thought he did make it. Did he end up winching up? Or I wish I could I tell you. It's been a long time. Probably got it on a GoPro video somewhere on one of my laptops. Um, I, but yeah, I wish I could remember. But uh, I just I feel like he didn't. He's probably mad. He's he's probably thinking, oh, I did make it. And those guys are making me look like a jerk. Yeah. OK. Um, yeah. So that was pretty cool to watch that. I've actually got the video of that, him going up that. 
it's quite spectacular. I wish that um, someone had gotten a video of me going up that line that Bill was taking and ended up breaking his drive shaft. I yes, which is the same place that I broke my drive shaft. <clears throat> I actually um, it's all that wheel hop. You're both hopping. Yeah. Yep. That we were. Do I not have? Okay. Can I add this to it? I think I can. So I was looking back through my Instagram, which is not very vast, Mm -hmm. so it's pretty easy to look back and see what was going on. And Mm -hmm. there's a spot on the back wall of the Badlands that I was talking about last episode where there's like a double step and it's really dug out at the bottom. I remember making it up. It was pretty difficult. It was right before I brought it in to have Bray do the cage. And I couldn't Mm -hmm. remember what tires I had at the time. And I was thinking to myself, oh, God, were they Patagonia's? They were not. They were the Mickey's. Okay, I was going to say, I was like, no way. I thought they might have been the Truxes, but no, it turns out they were the Mickey's. So that that was me making it up. I haven't been able to make it up since. Mm-hmm. Don't exactly know why, but I, I was kind of feeling that way at Badlands this last weekend. That even uh-huh. though the truck has been becoming more capable, I feel like in some ways some obstacles must have been getting more difficult. So I feel like I've been failing at obstacles that I once was able to do. <laughs> I think that one was like mostly V-Mash. because it's been. It I could call V match back in the day. It, well, both of those. Used to be flat coming up to the obstacle, and now they have this really this probably twelve or more inch cut in it now. So like they used to be flat, and that's when you could get up them. We need a good like hard winter of heavy snow and stuff like that to move all that shit back into where it goes. And that's just not the case. Just doesn't seem to work out that way. So you're saying that a nice hard winter will make the ground freeze and thaw and get soft and kind of like meld down back into its original shape. Sometimes it will help like you get some rains and stuff on that and it'll help kind of flow everything back into where it's supposed to be. Um, Not always. Okay, do you want to hear do you want to hear the awesomeness that is um, the um, the awesomeness that is Adam getting up at that obstacle? That you're talking about? Oh, here the yeah the audio. I mean the video would be better, but you know. We'll, but I'll we'll, give you I'll give you a whole twelve seconds of audio instead. Everybody would appreciate the audio, and they'll understand why when they hear it. Are you ready? Yeah. Can you hear it? No, I got nothing. You cannot. I have nothing. No, it's really? silent. Yeah, correct. I wonder why that is. You'd have to be playing it through the output. Hmm. Well, I'm playing it as a channel on the recorder. Hmm. So does that mean that everyone else can hear it except me? So when this actually re- will know, know because if because if we're taking the Craig recording, if Craig can't hear it, then I can't hear it. Right. Yeah. That's the that's the thought. Right. Why is that the case? Well, you'd have to iron that out some other time then. Okay. Well, that is very disappointing. It sounds amazing over here. Just post the video on the Trail Riders page and everyone will. will be happy. This will be this will be good. This will be sufficient enough. Oh, will it? Yeah. Okay. Don't forget to turn off noise suppression. No, nope, no. Nope. Did you turn off noise suppression? No. Okay, so nothing's coming really? through at all. Oh, really? God, this is ridiculous. You know what? Fuck <laughs> this app. <sighs> this, is, this whole thing pisses me off. If it's not talking, we're not going to play it. Yep. Fuck you. I'll do my own editing in the background. It's doing its job. Garbage ass bullshit. Nah, it's good. Fuck you, noise suppression. Don't you take a eat a dick? Just turn it off real quick. All you gotta do is just click the thing and then just click it back on when you're done. And did I fucking turn it off? thing. It really is very easy. How is it possible that I can play that in there that loud and you can't hear it? I heard like every other second of it. It was like, bup, 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 and I turned noise suppression off. I can't explain it. That is dumb. Either way, stop trying to play sound effects. It's fine. Let's just talk ah, about stuff. Sounds so good. I want him to hear the fucking turboner. 
Yeah, I know. It was pretty good. Just put yeah. the video on the trailers page. They'd want to see this thing anyway. I will. Fucking bullshit, though. They want to see it right now. Well, they so, can't see it while they're listening to a podcast now, can they? So on, Take my happy ass over here to the fucking trailers page right this moment and post So on Saturday, Veterans Day, uh, the aforementioned fellas went over to the Badlands. Uh, Kyle and Ed broke off from us because we were going to go do some rock crawling. Uh, they did do a little bit of trail riding with us, but eventually they decided they needed to go do their own thing, which makes sense because those rigs aren't purpose-built rock crawlers. They're old Dodges. Uh, so <laughs> They're old Dodge Rams. They're just old Dodge Rams. They're basically <laughs> the original Dodge Ram. I thought it was kind of funny that they didn't know what axles were in them. Like both of them. I was like, yeah. oh, surely Ed will know because Ed seems to know all things M37. And he said when he needed parts, he just went to the guy that has the stuff and said, I need the part. And he was like, here you go. But he never actually said like the make and model of the axle. Uh, so I'm not sure what kind of axles they have, but regardless, um, I don't either because I tried to look it up and it didn't really have an answer either. It's like, oh, oh it's, it's like the equivalent of a Dana 60 and this, that, and the other thing. But it's like, didn't just, have like an actual name. It's just its own proprietary axle. It's not like nowadays where yeah. that's an AAM 11 and a half or that's a, exactly this 05 plus 60, Super Duty 60. Like they're just. It's like, yeah, it's the axle that comes in the truck. Right. And it doesn't have a designation. It's just, it is that axle. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just an M37 axle. Well, regardless, I thought that was kind of interesting. They went and did their own thing. Uh, me and Steve and Bill, Dustin, Dave, Adam, and for a little while, Vance did a little bit of rock crawling. I remember seeing hey, Vance yeah. being surprised he was there. And then he kind of disappeared, and then I don't think I saw him anymore. But I'm pretty sure he was only staying a half day. And that was who? Vance Bohanna. Oh, really? I thought he stayed longer than that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But he had the kids with him, so. Exactly. That was my, that was my plan. Um, my plan was to get, uh, to bring Owen with me. And then I was going to, um, to hang out for maybe a half a day and then bounce. I did not. I ended up, uh, he didn't want to come. Apparently, he, first off, he slept. He just kept sleeping. I was like, you gonna come with me? And he's like, <sighs> and then <laughs> Jess is like, well, when he wakes up, I'll ask him. And then if he wants to come over there, I'll bring him. Okay. I think she may have coached him. She didn't really come that bad. And then right. when he did, when he woke up, she was like, no, he doesn't want to come over there. I'm like, all right, well, whatever. That's fine. I'm not upset about it. But I ended up staying a little later, which I'm glad I did stay a little later because I got redemption. On my drive shaft, have eaten ass motherfucking ledge. <laughs> That's Try true. It. You did and make it up that. Luckily, Adam did have a video rolling, so we did get a recording of that. I really like that climb because it is possible, but it is quite challenging. It is. I found the line, but I think the line's only going to work in the like when it's pretty dry. Oh yeah, it mm -hmm. uh, it it definitely took me a few tries to get up, but I did eventually get up. I still wish there was a video, but that's okay. I'm sure there's a video sometime mm -hmm. at some point of me making it up that years ago. But there, I think I think I had the video. Well, golly, which is centered on over. I wonder if it's on one of my backup files. I will dig around a little bit and see if I can locate that at some point. That'd um, be great. I searched on on Microsoft Internet, which is Bing, and Bing has a new AI like thing type searchy deal. Okay. It's like I searched a certain thing and then it has a Bing AI thing and it says I found a parts catalog for vintage Dodge trucks that includes the 1957 Dodge M37. Unfortunately, I couldn't find any information on the specific axles used in the 57 M37. However, I did find a website that sells new old stock long side rear axle shafts for the M37 family of trucks. If you have any other questions, please let me know. Yeah, what the fuck's the name of the axle, hombre? So those trucks are from the fifties. Kyle's is a fifty-three. Oh, uh, for some reason I thought they were older than that. I don't know yeah. why. Kyle's is a fifty-three. So I don't know how you like. I don't know. I don't know how you find that information. Like even in the forums, it's just like no, it's a Dodge thirty-seven M thirty-seven axle. They only came under that truck apparently. 
and that's it. Which could very well be the Thank case. You, Patty's here. She brought me All dinner. Her. Oh, nice. What I can tell you is that uh, Kyle, I'll give you my little <laughs> rundown with the M37. So Kyle's been telling me for a any while. Any attention at all? What? Say hi to Patty. Oh, I can't see her because I don't have my Discord. You don't have your on. video on? Oh, okay. Well, never mind. Okay. <laughs> hi, Patty. <laughs> Probably can't see me, but <laughs> I couldn't see you. Can you she could see you, me. Patty. Appreciate you. Oh, my darkness. Don't kiss my girlfriend. Ah. Uh, <laughs> don't kiss his girlfriend. <laughs> What's um, up? Patty says she misses you. I miss her too. I need to come over there. You should. I need to find a reason to go to Lafayette. The An only extra reason excuse. that you need is to come see me and Patty. I mean, it really Elliot. is. Okay, so you said that his Dodge was a 1953, but World War II ended in 1945. Well, they ran which those, is, and, and Ed's is older than that. I thought that they were from the 30s. Mm, I don't know what year they started production of it. I guess I just don't know, but mm-hmm. I thought that those trucks had actually been in the World War. Let's see. They made it from 51 to 68. Oh, I guess. No, you were inaccurate. So that straight up means not that those were not World War II vehicles. Which kind of makes sense. I didn't really pick that up when you said that, but it makes sense because uh, Kyle was talking about the Korean War. Oh, maybe that's it. For some reason, I thought that they were saying that they had been in World War II. <laughs> hmm. Maybe not. My mistake. Now what so, are you trying to figure out? Uh, just kind of still browsing the old interwebs here to see if I can find information on that axle. What's interesting is like it doesn't have a name, but they make lockers for it. Mm-hmm. So like if they make lockers for it, is the locker just called a fucking M37 axle locker? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hold yeah. on a second. Mm-hmm. Pisses me off a smidge bit. Um, but anyway, so the M37. So Kyle uh, was telling me that the transmission that's in that thing it has straight cut gears, or it has like no synchros in one to two. So one to two has no synchros. Three, four, or two to three and three to four both are synchronized gears. Um, but for whatever reason, one to two is not, and that is a factory thing. It's not like it's broken. That's just how it is. Ed confirmed that. And uh, so we were discussing shifting, and Kyle's like, I can never downshift back from second to first. Um, I just can't get to line up. It grinds the gears, and Mm -hmm. it won't go in. And so after talking to Ed for a little bit, I was like, Ed has apparently had his transmission apart, and he said that it it does, in fact, have straight-cut gears throughout the entire setup. I was like, oh, that's cool. And uh, so then I took it for an old drive there across the, the quarry, and now we're on sand, so trying to downshift in sand is not the world's easiest thing. And it wants uh, to stop you in your tracks. It wants to stop you in your tracks anyway, right? And he was aired down. So um we took a little ride across there and I was kind of shifting it and he's like, You gotta double clutch it. I'm like, hmm, seems sus. And mm-hmm. so I uh I started driving it and I was not in fact double clutching, and I was just kind of quickly shifting from one year to the next and it would just it wouldn't like it wouldn't grind the gear but it would scratch and so like as you would come you'd push the clutch in go to the next gear you hear it just just like a little it scratch one or two teeth mm-hmm. off the top you know and not the worst like, thing eh. in the world right and i'm not like it's not like mm-hmm. i'm pulling on the shifter hard to get it to go in i'm just literally just once you just like you know just quickly shifting pulling it backwards and um He's like, oh, okay. He's like, that's pretty cool. And I was like, yeah. And then I did the downshift. Same deal. Second year, brought the RPMs up so I could have a little bit of momentum to try to downshift. And I just push, I just pushed the clutch in, and like I had a little pressure on the shifter, and I pushed that clutch in, and it went straight to first, and then eased the clutch back out. And he's like, did you just downshift? I'm like, I did. He's like, huh. He's like, I just need to be faster with it. I'm like, yeah. It's an old truck, like it's an old military truck. You gotta. Oh, borderline, I don't want to say abuse it, but at the same time, like, it's not a new comfort vehicle. You're not going to, like, jam it into gear. You got it. Yeah, you got it. It's mechanical. You're going to have to fucking give her the old what fours. And like I said, I I wasn't pushing, like, a lot of pressure on it. It's just that you have to be fast and mindful 
this is going into another gear and they're straight cut. They're not going to just mesh up. So mm-hmm. it has to be just a, and it is, and it doesn't grind. It does. It falls right in. Um, but you do hear it. And so I think that's probably just the nature of that transmission. I imagine if you start talking to a few other guys that have them, they'll probably start to, to figure that out. But, um, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So we did that and Kyle was pretty, he's like, Oh, that's cool. He's like, well, I don't have the, you know, the, uh, the time behind the shifter that you do. And I was like, that is correct. Nine years with a straight cut manual. You learn a thing or three. Oh, you're talking about a semi-transmission. Semi, yeah. I was like, what same, are you referring same to? Same concept. They're both, they're all straight cuts. All straight cuts. Are straight cuts just stronger? Is that why semis use them? I believe that's the case. I don't know. I don't know about the newer transmissions, but I believe that's the case. They're stronger and they hold up a little bit better when you try to do some of the things that I had done to one. I gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. I was telling Kyle, I was like, I was like don't be terribly afraid of that thing so we had obviously different transmissions but um i was like i had the the 10 speed spicer that's in my truck loaded eighty thousand pounds and this is this happened i don't know 50 to 100 times during my career of driving and you would drop it into gear and the the spicers are so tight that when you drop it into gear if it's not perfectly meshed up it'll feel like it's in gear but it's not the teeth are not perfectly slid together. So like <clears throat> maybe a quarter of the way engaged. Right. But it feels like it's in gear and you start rolling back into that throttle. And uh, man, when it pulls, when it pushes those teeth apart, the whole truck shutters. It feels like a bomb went off. Like it's oh, just yeah. a really terrible feeling. You're like Is that gear still there. <laughs> yeah, I can see how you would. I can see how that would feel like it's like it's broke, but it's well, not. Yeah, because you you start. I mean, you're talking about you start rolling to the throttle. It starts building boost, and you're back down that throttle. The truck is lifting up, pulling. Oh, and, and then the gear sudden, slips out. Yeah, that would be a hell of a bang. <clears throat> yeah, it's just it's a lot, and you're just like oh, and then you bring the RPMs back up, match the RPMs, and slide it into gear all the way. Make sure she's all the way sank in there. And then carry on about your way. It's just like, how in the fuck does that put up with that? Are you no keeping idea. up with your CDL? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, I just yeah. wasn't sure since just you're not requires, driving a truck anymore. It just requires um, me to keep up with my... Uh, what is it? DOT my physical. Metal, yeah, my DOT physical. Metal card. Gotta have that. So I'm looking at a website here, Midwest Military Inc. And this thing just says front axle. <laughs> Midwest so, Military Inc. Yep. M37 front axle and housing. All it says. Well, that's probably... That's probably the website that they get all their junk from. So let's see. The housing itself is W, I think. Is the is the uh, letter, the identifier is W and W just says housing. (laughs) (laughs) It just says housing. Yep. CC dash 1268 415. I don't know. So it just appears that there's just not a it is probably some proprietary military axle. I'd love to know who like who made them. Yeah, you right. I mean? Like what who's the manufacturer? Like, that would be cool to know. Dodge, yeah, so Dodge manufacturing. Uh, if anybody's got any more M37 uh information, post up on the Trail Riders page. We'd love to see some more information about it. In fact, I'll tell you what. You know, Mike, I'm I'm gonna get out of this page here because I'm tired of looking at this stuff. Okay, I'm gonna get okay. out of here a little bit distracted. I'm going to get undistracted for a minute, okay? I am feeling like a pretty generous guy right now. What Uh-oh. do you say? What do you say we up the stakes a little bit to whomever finds more information about the M37 Axel? I feel like if Ed doesn't know, no one knows. It's just non-existent. It just doesn't. It's mainly. I mean, be, you, you maybe know, somebody I'm not going to say. I'm not going to huh? say it's not possible. It's just mm-hmm. that that dude. Seems to know. Well, he knows the Willie's Jeep like the back of his hand because he fully yeah. restored one, like down mm-hmm. to the last bolt. The M37, he didn't 
fully restore. So yeah, maybe I'm wrong, but yeah, it would be interesting to see if someone legit did know. And obviously they'd have to know because you just Googled it and didn't really find anything. So this isn't going to be like an easy answer, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's going to be... It, there's going to be some digging involved. Okay. So what so, are the stakes? All right. Here's the stakes. We're going to amp it up the ante a little bit. So you know, and some of the other people may know. They'll probably know by the time the podcast comes out. Nicole came into the studio today on a rampage. She completely rearranged the studio. The table is on the wrong side of the room. We have these beautiful T.O.P. flags hung up. Mm-hmm. It's, they're, they're beautiful over here on the wall. And while she was doing that, or after she got the room kind of, we, I, I say she, but we did it. But she came up with the idea. She's like, let's rearrange this thing. I was like, all right, cool. She went through all of the T.O.P. stuff that's underneath the TV. In my, all uh, the merch? All the merch and everything T.O.P. related. What is we everything T.O.P. related that isn't merch? We found some things. Like we, we found some things. One of those things we found, I don't want to give away, but I feel like it's a worthy cause. Hmm. What what she found. Let me go. Let me go. I'll grab it real quick and then I'll show you what it is that she found. OK, one second. I can't wait. Steve is going to find some sort of lost article that's T.O.P. related. I don't know what it is. I can't imagine what it would be if it's both T.O.P. related and not merge. Oh, 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 oh. This right here is a throwback, Mike. This is a throwback from the past. It is a giveaway item. Oh, okay. We did not give it away. And so it it still sitteth here in the studio. Waiting to go to some lucky winner. Can I guess what it is before you show me? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Is it a moose knuckle shackle? (laughs) (laughs) It's a moose knuckle shackle. (laughs) I have in my hand a pristine. And I don't want to give this away because honestly, they don't. This particular box does not exist anymore. Oh, so it's Um, a collector's item. It's now a collector's item. Okay, so what we have is we have the moose knuckle sticker. That's amazing. We have an actual sticker that says Moose Knuckle. Okay. <laughs> we have a Moose Knuckle business card. It says, does your friend have a Moose Knuckle? Refer a friend and get 10% off next purchase at moose-knuckle.com. Refer 10, code. I haven't even thought about this website in so long. In so long. And now they've changed their name. They're no longer Moose Knuckle. They do still sell. So moosenuckle.com. Oh, no. Moosenuckle.com still exists, though. Oh, it does. Moosenuckle.com. Yeah, it's literally the thing that you're talking about. Oh, it is. Well, that's interesting. I thought they they changed changed the name, you say, huh? They changed the name. Maybe it's just on Instagram they changed it. I thought they went to a different name and added more things to their, uh, to their, like, there are other things on the site. Um, not just the moosenuckle. It looks like you can get a regular shackle also. Here I have the moose knuckly. The moose knuckle. The moose knuckle. So I have a black moose knuckle here. It's quite wonderful. Um, I'm going to give it away to whomever goes on the Trail Riders page. You're going to need to tag me. I won't, still won't see it. You have to send it to me by telegraph. Um, honestly, the best way to get me to see something is tag my wife. She'll see That's that. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, but anyway... I'm going to give you a moose knuckle. So if you go out into the wide, wide world of the internet and you uh, find me some more information about the M37 Axle set, who made the fucker? Is it Dodge? Is it somebody else? Find me some information. I'd like to know more about them. I think they're a pretty fucking cool truck. So do that. Post it up on the old uh, T.O.P. there. Tag my wife. She'll hate me. It's fine. Tag her. (laughs) She'll tell me. And uh, yeah, and then I'm going to give this moose knuckle away. I love it. There's nothing more fun than giving stuff away. Moose knuckles. Okay, I think I got all the things put back in the box. Hey, you know what else is cool? Uh, Other than just uh, giving away a moose knuckle. What else is cool, Steven? It's cool when a bunch of people come together and decide that they're going to buy 
a certain item as a group. Oh, like a and group buy. Yes, yes, much like a group buy. Okay. And they all get together and they decide to do a group buy through a company, something a cool company that sells something cool like a inflation deflation stuff and uh, maybe a really badass compressor. I've heard of a company like that. Have you? I wonder if they do yeah. group buys. And if they did do a group buy, I'll bet you if enough people got together, they'd cut you a pretty substantial discount. I can't even imagine the discount we would get if we got pretty a damn bunch good. of people I've together. Done the math. It's it's substantial. It's uh it's either multiple dead presidents or at least one dead president. Um, depending on how many people buy it. So what I'm trying to tell you is we need to get y'all together if you're interested in buying a morphlate item i don't is it just for the compressor is it just for the morphlate did he say what the old stipulation was on that you'd have to go back pretty far in the old uh <laughs> podcast chat to find out that that information steve shit stack um yeah, you got all excited I you don't will, have all the deets i don't have all the deets somebody was supposed to send us a video maybe derek will maybe you won't either way there's a group buy going on. It's either for the 10.6 PSI Pro or the Quad Flate. I imagine we could probably work a deal with Tyler regardless. Uh, but there, sure think so. Derek is, law, is working on a group buy, and he would like it if anybody that's interested in buying one that would like a substantial discount would reach out to him at... Um, I think we're going to run it through the TOP Instagram page. Um... I think that's what he was talking about. Well, he but, said it would just be easy to, yeah, to check. If everybody got a hold of the same place, like don't message mm-hmm. us here, there and everywhere. We right. got to make it a strict one thing. One um, thing. So if you're interested in the group by message, the total off-road podcast, total underscore off-road underscore podcast on Instagram, shoot a message over there. Uh, let me know that you're interested in the group buy, and we will work with you and Tyler to get the largest discount we can. I'm not going to lie. It is a substantial discount. Uh, like I said, I've done the math. If we get enough people and buy enough, I mean, a total of 30 people would be awesome. There is tiered discounts. So the more people, the better. And I think 30 is the max, um, the max discount. So like I said, if you guys are interested in getting one, you've been thinking about it, getting it for a while, this is going to be one of those situations where you're not going to get a discount like this on the internet. So, no, seriously. I mean, we would offer, I'm pretty sure you can use TOP 10 oh. at Morphlate and get a 10% discount. And that's okay. Who wouldn't want a 20% discount? Who wouldn't yeah, want a 25% discount? I don't even know how mm-hmm. deep it goes, but I know that it's, it's yeah. pretty damn good. It depends on the amount of people. So like I said, if you're interested in, in getting one, uh, this is a group by Derek started this because he was interested in one. He wants to get one for his. He's already got a similar setup, but he knows that the Morphlate is superior. Oh, definitely. The one that Derek has, he home built with just some parts off McMaster, yeah. and it does work, mm-hmm. but not nearly as seamlessly as the Morphlate. The and Morphlate I, for one, have been borrowing... Steve's Morphlate basically every time I go off road because guess what you can air down on your own that's easy everybody can air down right you can let air out of your tires and go wheeling well guess what then you have to drive home oh no hey Steve can I borrow that thing for the 18th time just get your own compressor and air up your tires in a few minutes which is still shocking to me I still don't understand how that thing can air up tires so fast but it's crazy it's good I have to have one and I can't wait to be part of this group it definitely impresses me how much they've changed since the first generation to the current generation of the 10.6. It's uh, they made a lot of improvements over what originally came out. Um, so it's really cool to see it go through the the stages. You know what I mean? And kind of see that because like Bill has one from just six months ago, and it was uh, it wasn't the 10.6 PSI Pro. It was the same as my 10.6. Um, my 10.6 compressor I had, the Morphlate 10.6. And his, from mine, which mine was one of the first ones that they got to Bill's, um, was a substantial difference in the design. Like, they changed a whole bunch of stuff. And um, it was still the same basic compressor. There were just so there's little bitty details. Mine had 
my original one had chrome caps on top of the compressor. And uh, when you turn it on, they'd sit there and shake and chatter. And Bill's has black caps on top of it, which are very nice, clean looks, just black and green. And they don't move. They're nice and solid on there. They don't make any noise. And uh, I was like, that's a that's a good impression. That's like that's a good improvement. And then also oh. uh, Bill's showing us that his would shut off if it uh, overpressured. That was cool. And so he would just kind of he would when he was doing his, he would just take his collar and slide the collar down to check the pressure. And that would close the air and the compressor would shut off as soon as it got too high. And then he would open it back up and the compressor would kick right back on. I was like, that's pretty cool, too. So definitely cool to see them making improvements on their products as they go. The thing I like best about it. Well, I mean, obviously, the thing that's best is just the speed. Like, right. It's crazy to me that you can air up. 438s from 6 to 26 in, I don't know, five, six minutes. Uh, I don't exactly know how long it takes, but it's so fast that you almost don't even notice. But my concern was that once it's done, you would like to put it away and go home, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, but it's going to be really hot because you just aired up 438s in five minutes. So blazing hot. You can't even touch the darn thing. Not true. We were able to put your... Send six PSI Pro right back in the bag and put it back in the Jeep immediately after getting done airing <laughs> up. And I was kind of blown away by that. Mm-hmm. The uh, the this past weekend when we were there at the park, I actually gave you the you came and got the compressor and everything, and I heard you fired up about the same time I was starting to strap the Jeep down. And the time it took me to strap the Jeep down, put my blocks away and put my and just make sure everything was, everything was tight. Um, it was done. It shut off. I was like, well, that's so fucking convenient. <laughs> yeah, that was super convenient. It's silly. Um, and I want one. I love it. And I need all of you to go in on it with me and buy one, too. So I can get a smoking yeah. deal. You know, I just want to shout out the group by. Make sure you guys yeah. know about it this time. Instead of waiting Definitely. Until the Derek probably could have given us even more information, but unfortunately probably. he's crazy busy with a project, so he may or may not be on here tonight. I don't know what the deal is there, but here we are. Yep. Um, yeah. So, hey, we went wheeling. Do you want to talk about us going wheeling, or do you want to like, do more M37 talk? Oh, man, I think we should talk about us going wheel. I don't think I have any more M37 talk. There will probably be an episode pretty soon with Kyle and Ed on, hopefully. And and they'll geek out on M37s, and you guys can enjoy that. Talk for the last 15, 15, 20 minutes about us going wheeling. Yeah, Um, absolutely. Did you do anything else? Uh, So you talked about the obstacle off the creek, which we still don't have a name for. Um. And the funny you... thing is there's even many obstacles there. There's the one that Mitch either made it up or attempted to make it up. The one Adam mm-hmm. did successfully, although that is a gnarly line. Uh, the one that we both made it up. And then there's one, if you're down in the creek, the very furthest right that I don't know if it's easier or harder. I ended up not doing it because once Bill broke, I needed to go back to camp to... <laughs> Get his drive shaft, which ended up not working anyway, which was kind of funny. Um, so yeah. I never, I never even attempted that one. I, I was going to. I was all lined up for it, and then Bill broke, and I offered to go, uh, go do stuff. So, did you guys end up sliding the old drive shaft back in the transfer case or the new drive shaft? So he he slid the piece of the drive shaft. Back in the transfer case to not leak fluid, and gotcha. they tried to hang the portion that was broken. Uh-huh. And by the time he got, I don't know, twenty or thirty feet out of there, he, it was slapping like everything in sight, and he was like, yeah. I, "I can't." So he just pulled out <laughs> let it leak. Yes. But I don't think it was leaking that bad because I was following him, and I didn't see a trail. So yeah, I don't think so either. Um, no, the thing that cracked me up is that. He they tied it up so it wouldn't do that. He backed off the obstacle, went around the around the corner, and he's going to come up and pick up Dennis. And he was trying to get up that hill in front wheel drive, and just giving it hell, just no traction, you know, patty life, and uh, mm-hmm. and so he's just giving her hell trying to get up there. And all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, did you guys tie up that drive shaft? Like, yeah, I'm like, 
Dude, that thing's back there doing like 50 miles an hour in a zip tie. This yep. is only going to last a minute here. And and I was yelling sure at Bill as loud as I go. I was like, Bill, Bill, Bill. stop doing that. And finally he stopped. And I was like, what are you trying to break your front drive shaft? Yeah, exactly. What are you doing, Bill? He just, he has no mechanical sympathy. He is the opposite None. of us. It's crazy. None. You know what, though? I will say <sighs> that those patties were hooking pretty hard when he was whoa, trying to climb that thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you just cuss on this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> when I mean, he's trying to climb the rock face it was is super dry and you just hear him, whoop, whoop. yeah i mean they were like, they were barking they were smoking they, i mean yeah. they were clearly like they, trying to do something they wanted it yeah my it's interesting because like and maybe it's because he's aired up more than i am but like my coopers never make noise oh yeah the mickeys don't either like i could be yeah. I could the turn Mickey's, as tight as possible and they just like grab and release. Like they just like walk. The tread does this. It's like it does. I mean, they're it's nasty like, soft. I love watching those tires work. Yeah. Just watching the lugs. Like literally, it's like somebody, it's like a little hand like reaching onto the rock and like grabbing the rock and like pulling as hard as it can until it slips off. And then the next yep. one's like, and grabs it and like pulls. Or, you know, like it's fucking wild to watch those things. They really are pretty awesome for non-sticky. I, I dig it. I dig it a lot. They dig it a lot. They do. They dig a lot. <laughs> Fuckers. So um, I still don't know about that last line on the rock obstacle just off the creek that we know about. Uh, oh. And I would like to try it, but. But at least we oh, both made it up the one that's, that's very difficult. Mm-hmm. The one in the middle. It's very difficult. Yes. It's hard to get a good line. It's broken many a drive shaft, and we both made it up. Many a drive shaft. So what? I don't even know if it's an obstacle. What's the obstacle that I ended up bouncing my rock slider off a tree? That obstacle also doesn't um, have a name, right? It's just Bouncing, a little um, rock wall. It's just a little side shoot. It's like one obstacle off of a trail. You're just trail riding, and you just mm-hmm. hop off to the right, do a little climb, yeah. and then you're back on the trail. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I have no idea. That doesn't... I don't even know that has a name. It is literally just a rock wall. It's on the very... It's back behind the quarry, on the back side of the quarry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's out by the perimeter fence. It's like you're right against the, the barbed wire fence, just running along that trail there. Takes you around the perimeter. And uh, then all of a sudden this that and that wasn't there like that was never there. And then all of a sudden it just showed up. So like it was hidden under dirt and then somehow got uncovered. Yeah, I don't remember ever seeing or doing the obstacle. And then you turned off and did it. Yeah. And I was just going to follow you. And you were like, well, do you want to try? I was like, well, yeah, I was just trying to keep up with the group. (laughs) And you walked it. So I was like, ah, it's going to be easy. I'll just I'll just hop right up this. I did not. It took me like three or four tries. I did eventually make it, though. But looking at it, the line I took didn't look at all like the right line to take. You know, you like square up the the obstacle and you see like, oh, it's like, oh, I see where my tires are going to be. And I tried and it was like really close to cresting. It was just like hopping and like coming up and down. It wasn't really bouncing. It was just like nearly cresting many a time, but it wouldn't quite go. Yeah, it ended up bouncing left, and thankfully my rock slider was there because it definitely shook that tree pretty good. <laughs> and then yeah. once I was over there, I just walked right Ooh. up it. That was a door panel without that rock, without that being That's there. No kidding. And that video is on my Instagram. That mic's so funny. If you guys want to see it, Steve's okay. spotting. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. I'm. So that was find... fun. That was fun. I don't think I've ever seen it before. I'm trying to find a picture of that obstacle, the uh, off the creek, not the one you're talking about there, but the one off the creek. I actually was thinking about this the other day. I wanted to get on the Badlands meetup page where there are a few of the uh, a few people that work there are on that page. And um, I want to add I want to take I want to post a picture of that obstacle and say, hey, what do you guys call this? What the hell's the name of this? Yeah, what do you call this? Like, give me just give me a name. We'll call it whatever you want. Go take a poll. No problem. <laughs> take a poll. I I honestly I want to do that on that meetup page. I want to do start doing polls on there. Like, hey, what's this thing called? Not a bad I don't idea. have any pictures of. I don't know if I have any pictures of that thing in the um, daylight. Hmm. 
And that's what makes it so dang hard. Mm-hmm. I got one here in the dark for me bouncing on it. Oh, you know what? I do have pictures. I have videos of it from the next day when Josh was trying to go up it. So I can just go to one of those videos and... Where'd it go? All the videos are gone. Hmm. That's weird. That's what I need to do, though. I need to get videos of that obstacle and be like, hey, what's the name of this thing? I think I have it right here. It would be good. It would be nice to know because that's a pretty popular spot. And to not even have an idea of what it's called is crazy because we... We have a uh, axle breaker, or at least that's what we call it. We got V notch, right. or at least that's what we call it. But that <laughs> exactly. particular spot, it just doesn't have anything. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. I'm just gonna post this little short video of Josh doing it next. Can I? I don't even know if this video has sound. I'm just gonna put a little sound with it and make it a reel. Um, and. I'm just trying to figure out what the hell this, uh, the name of this ox- ob- this obstacle is. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. Nope, I don't think there's a name. I don't need that music. I think we're SOL. <laughs> Sorry, there's no name for that. Just saying. Yeah, and it, there's a name for it. Somebody calls it something. We can call it something. Sure. Um, if the other one's called the Axle Breaker, this one's just the, the obstacle off the creek. The obstacle off the creek. Womp womp. That's no fun. <laughs> I'm going to call it fucking Drive Chap Eater. That's what I'm going to call it. Uh, I mean, it has broken many a drive shaft not that long ago, so. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Okay. Oh, man, I'm out of beer. Oh, no. Travesty. No, we're going to talk about wheeling, and then I got sidetracked. <laughs> wow. That's okay. So new. <laughs> okay. I had a fucking fantastic day of wheeling. It was. It was, it was great weather. It was sunny. It was so dry in the Badlands, so all the lines that you really wanted, you still couldn't but was, get. But But it was fall dry and not summer dry. And fall dry means not so dusty. That's true. It wasn't it was this, terribly this weird, dusty. Yeah, it was dusty, weird, but it wasn't. There was dust, but as dry as everything, as dry as all the obstacles were, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had, yeah, I went and did a uh, the first rock face, not the first one we did. We went down to the quarry, played around for a little bit. I drove the M37. We watched everybody do stuff. We kind of just bullshit for like an hour and a half waiting for Dave to show up. And then once Dave got there, we kind of BS for a little bit longer, and then we were able to go and go do some things. So I thought we were going to go right to Axle Breaker, then over to V-Notch, go past V-Notch. I thought we were just going to like look at it and drive by, and then go over to where I was trying to go, which was this other little wall that's way out by, it's, it's right next to the pond, but it's out by that rental property there, that rental house uh, that you can rent. And I, uh, I started following Dave and them, and we went up the back of the wall, and then we ended up wrapping around, and that's where you and I went to that the perimeter road and mm-hmm. went up that obstacle. Then we did that, and we went back to the quarry, joined everybody, joined up with everybody, uh, met the found the M thirty sevens, and then we did what I said I was going to originally axle breaker. Then we went over to V notch where everybody was already at. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave got up V-Notch. Adam went up V-Notch like it was a flat road. Mm. He's like 130-some inches on 42s. It was no big deal. And then uh, Adam went up it, and then we did, did some reconstruction to try to take care of a giant hole that was there to help... Was it Dustin was trying to get that? Yeah. Yeah, we tried to help Dustin do that. Did he ever make it up? I don't think so. He, did he not? I think he backed off. Oh, really? It's a shackle. It was a shackle thing. I had the same issue. issue. Exactly. Yeah, you had the same issue. actually problem. ended up uh, taking out one of my leaf springs. My, yeah, main, my main leaf is like <laughs> destroyed on the right side. It's roughed up. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, we uh, played on V-Notch. Of course, Loki 
specifically designed for that one obstacle and that one mm-hmm. obstacle only. Walked it. Um, just drove right up it. And which actually I was able to take a different line than I normally take because it's so dry. I was able to just to, instead of hitting it at an extreme angle and trying to get up that way, because I had so much traction with the front tires, I was able to just drive basically straight up to it and then just pull up it. Um, and then miss those days. We, miss the, yeah, no shit. It's just because <laughs> it's so undercut that one spot that's so dug out that hole. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe if you'd have hit it, that's, Hmm. The problem is no matter what I'm hitting something, my front bumper sticks right. out too much and my shackles are there and the flatbed is there. And like once I, I was up like, on it and trying to go up it, my, my bed is basically digging in the dirt. I think just like Dustin, mm-hmm. you need a little more arch in your rear springs and a little less shackle, even though you don't have much shackle now. In your scenario, you would get a like a four inch arch. So a decent amount of arch in there. And then you would do you would move your shackle hangers up. Yeah, I'd have, to, I'd have to go back to like a factory style position rather than a shackle flip. Yeah, you would have to go and change some things around to try to make that work. Basically, buy a lift spring so you can lower the rest of your truck. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, you're right. Yeah. I absolutely would have to do that. that. Would, yeah, that would buy you back that that uh, room. Um, but that would buy you back the your departure, I guess, is what you really need. Yeah. And Dustin's the same way. His springs are like pretty close to flat and he has a decent shackle out back and then just every time it just gets him. Yep. So I run into shit. That's for sure. Yeah. When you get up on an extreme angle like that, it just gets into it. So yeah, we did that. And then we cruised around to that rental house I was talking about there. You just, um, there's like a road on top of the quarry, which would be, where's that even at? That would be the, what the South west side beats me i never know where i'm at when i'm at badlands Fuck, i don't know either way there's a road there you follow that road all the way back it loops you around drops you down onto the pond essentially you're just level with the pond and then there's a rock wall there that i were i've been wanting to do since i found it i found it back earlier this year when we took owen and liberty um and i've been wanting to do it ever since and i broke my drive shaft too soon last time so went back hit that and then we went off to go play with other stuff and then we went and got lunch Oh, the rock wall you're talking about, we made it up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I yeah, I remember that one. A bunch of, it was kind of a short, like just off the trail, go up and the loop right yeah, back like, around at the trail. Yeah, yeah, it's like eight eight feet tall, maybe. That's a nice one. It's a nice straight wall, and it looked like a fun wall when I saw it. I was like, ooh. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to try in the Liberty, but Jess was like, he's sleeping. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> probably not ideal. Liberty would like that anyway. I'd be interested to see the Liberty would make it up. I've seen some other guys make it up in other stuff. If so, you were welded front and rear, I bet you'd make it up. Oh, it definitely would do okay then. Unbelievable. Nobody's even seen this post yet. Come on, people. Where are you all at? Let's go. Um, I'll see it eventually. I know. I just want to answer now. I just want to know, man. I just want to know. Should I, I should just send that to Parker. Like, hey, what's this called? Hmm. Good idea. So anyway, we uh, we went to lunch. We went and grabbed burgers up at the old shack, and then we uh, Dave broke a brake line, ripped a caliper off of his truck. Yeah, good stuff. Um, off the back axle, then had to loop a brake line around. Then we went back and brought him some brake fluid, and we met them. We ended up actually running into them um, right there at this obstacle that we don't know the name of. <laughs> we never know the name of. And that's where we hung out the rest of the day. We just kind of, we, everybody kind of worked on that obstacle. There was a couple of ledges around that we kind of played on. And then we, um, after that, I had to head home. So Mike also Yeah, did. I had it home the yeah. same time that you did. I wonder if uh, the rest of those guys did anything else interesting while we were gone. I think they were going to, they went back to the quarry to play in the quarry some more. Okay. I wonder if anything noteworthy happened. We'll have to ask them. Yeah, that we had to get back sure. to our families. It would be kind of cool to have Adam on here to get his take. Um, I think he's been to the Badlands before. Yeah, but, he has. But he hasn't. But uh, I guess it's, he lives in Cincinnati, so it's like a seven and a half hour drive. He says it's the same distance to Badlands as it is Windrock. Wow. I think it's right. I think he I think says he tries to make it to Badlands once a year. Oh, really? Yeah, I asked him okay. if he wheeled here before and he said he had. And yeah. And nice. So since it's a long drive, he just tries to come every now and then. No doubt. That makes a lot of sense. There's some damn good um, rock crawling at the Badlands. I mean, I can't blame them. 
there is some fun stuff there. It's a good park if you want to go wheeling. It's a long drive for that size of a park, or for not that size, but like it's a long drive for a day at the park. Yeah, for so a day of wheeling, for, I agree. If you're doing it for a decent weekend, you know, long weekend, definitely worth it. But I mean, you could wheel the Badlands for a weekend. It's not like mm-hmm. the park's not big enough. It's just it's not going to be technical the whole time. Right. You have a lot of trail riding. Yeah. Unless you own a full size, then it's all technical. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Definitely gets us. Although I'd say it's a pretty full size friendly park. I don't find that often, even when we're trail riding, that I have to three point turn. Like every now and then I do. Yeah. But it's nothing like when we we're wheeling a core and like obviously on a property that gets wheeled, you know, 58 <laughs> million times less than Badlands. There's a yeah. lot of trees and uh, there's a lot of seven point turns. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. So, yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. But that was our day. Dude, it was, a, it was a, a fantastic day. I'm so glad that I decided to go wheeling again. Yeah, it was kind of last minute. I, I didn't even expect anyone was going to come except for me and Ed, Kyle. And mm-hmm. then when I, when I think Kyle just posted up, said, hey, we're going wheeling. Anybody want to come? And a bunch of guys did. Fortunately, it wasn't too many. So it was actually kind of the perfect group, you know, because there were like, oh, maybe what, five or six of us we own, and then the two of them split off and did their own thing since they weren't, yeah. you know, interested in doing some rock and crawling. All... And yeah, it was mm-hmm. just about right. And being that everybody had a pretty capable rig, it makes it a little easier. I can't believe Bill, the, some of the stuff that Bill does on them patties. I mean, not even just the patties, but it's a low lift XJ with, I want to say, stock <laughs> axles and 35s, 37s. I can never remember. Uh-huh. And he did V-notch. Like, I didn't make it a V-notch. I tried and tried nothing I could do to get out of that thing. And I think it took him two two shots. I was like, yeah, damn. He, he, damn it, Bill. I think a lot of it's not having mechanical sympathy. And just if knowing I were that, to like, just yeah, square to it, and it and maybe it would just bounce up. <laughs> uh, he probably would. Maybe. You know, he, it's funny. It's funny, man. Well, regardless, it did go up it. And so looking at the caliber of rigs that we had versus Bill, you wouldn't think that it would do some of the stuff it does. But man, that thing goes everywhere that we go. Just saying. Yeah, he has no problem following anybody around on 35 inch tires. And uh, he's he's like, oh, you guys all have 40s. It's like, that's fine. I'll just follow you guys. Yeah. It just comes down to him having having the mechanical, like, just, I don't know if I want to say he knows the limits of his rig. You might. But he definitely, he's hit the limits so many times, he knows exactly what it's capable of. I mean, obviously, maybe not on that last obstacle when he sheared his drive shaft, but. That was, that was because he did the exact same thing I did, where he was rubbing the rear drive shaft on that ledge, and you didn't, and didn't know it. Oh, so it was bouncing, and he was rubbing the drive shaft, so it was probably kinking it. And next thing you know, yeah. it's a pretzel. Yep, I think it just bump, you know, just kept bumping it here mm-hmm. and there, and putting a little dents in it. And then once I had enough dents, and he got traction, just bing. exactly what mine did. Damn. Yep. I don't know what would have broke on mine if it would have been if the drive shaft wouldn't have broke when I was bouncing it like that. I don't know if I would have just kept playing. I wonder. I wonder if I would have kept playing with it and it would have started actually moving over and I would actually start gaining some ground on it. It's possible. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I know that I know that a couple years ago, that line that I was trying to do when I broke the drive shaft, a couple years ago I did that line and it actually worked when I bumped it, which is why I was trying to bump it. So, I don't know. That's how that goes. It was a killer day of wheeling and I just... I want more days of wheeling like that. Perfect weather. Great friends to be around. Just yeah, it was, uh, it was super laid back because nobody was there to achieve anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, it was, was no just goal. like, oh, hey, do you guys just want to go wheeling in a couple days? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's just good. It was just good. good. Yep. We didn't so, have any anything too serious break or at least nothing that couldn't drive back. Like, I mean, Bill's was yeah. the biggest break, right? 
Young so well, yeah. And he still drove back to camp. He had front wheel drive. Oh yeah, and Dave's brake line, but he still drove back too. I mean, it wasn't anything like serious or oh no, we have to recover this thing all the way back to camp. Like it was just uh just no big deal. So yeah, very good right. day of wheeling. Oh look at that. Of guy. course he shows up right as we're about to end the podcast. <laughs> Hi Derek. No, no, no. Audio. Can't figure out his, there we go. He probably Hi, touched his microphone cord again like he usually does. Fuck you, Derek. No, there's fidgeting. a switch. Oh, switch. Off oh, on. All you, right. You're, you're really quiet, Derek. Thanks for I, I don't know what to do about that. I'm always really quiet. He's decent. Okay, well, he just sounds quiet on my end. I don't know. Are you using the wrong microphone? Okay. No. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Take your word for it. Changed. It wouldn't have changed when he shut his off. That's okay. right. Kyle's yeah. going to have to turn you up and post. That'll be interesting. I think it records it all in different uh, channels, doesn't it? So it'll work. Oh, maybe yeah. it doesn't matter then. I think Kyle always turns me up and post. Derek, what's the name of the obstacle off the creek? Derek's obstacle. Huh? Derek's waterfall. Derek's waterfall. Derek's waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it has a name. Yeah, we were just saying that. That's yeah. why we should call it Derek's waterfall. Dodic's Revenge. I have no um, idea. Just making up names. We're going to call it the Total Off-Road Podcast Ledge. Yeah. That works for me. The, the TOP Ledge, also <laughs> known as ledge. the Top Ledge. Yeah. <laughs> top Ledge. Uh, I don't care what they name the fucker. I just want a name. I think um, we call it Living on the Ledge. Living Ooh, on the Ledge. That's good. <laughs> oh my God. Every obstacle in the park can be named like off of some l- lyrics <laughs> of some 80s rock songs. <laughs> Let's fucking go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Count me the fuck in on that naming game. How far All right. So this we. Podcast are you guys. Do what? We mentioned. What? Oh, <laughs> I said, we'll do what now, boy? He said. How far in are we to this podcast? We started an at seven eighteen. Yeah, we're an hour. Yep, just over an hour. Have you mentioned the more played? Yes. Group by we okay. mentioned it, but we didn't maybe mention it in as much detail as you did. Uh, if like, you want to give us a quick synopsis of how somebody would get into said thing, I did into the future. You didn't give it as much detail as oh, I well. did into the future version yes anyway yeah. <laughs> what What's we up, really Steve? just need what we really just need derek is a uh a specs and text of the actual group by i just need you to give us the like the meat and potatoes we gave All lots right. of love to the actual things oh yeah for well, sure. what are we for what's sure. the group by four and that such a stuff the, the group by came about because i was like hey tyler how do we get people into 10.6 PSI Pro compressors, right? They're the, one of the more expensive, or I think they're the most expensive thing that you can buy at Morflame. And he was like, let's do a group buy. Um, and I was asking him a bunch of questions. And so the group buy doesn't have to be for a 10.6 PSI Pro compressor, but you certainly can get it. So the more people that sign up, the better the discounts. So if we get 10 people to sign up, we get 15% site-wide. If we get 20, people's, 20 people to sign up, we get 20% off site-wide and 30 orders or more gets 25% off. So the more people that sign up for the group buy, the better the discounts. And we are gauging interest because, you know, if you're interested, we'll put your name down. And I guess, depending on the percent, you can always opt out, but we would prefer that if you sign the, the sign up for this, that you commit to buy. So, so that's the plan. The best way to do it is contact me. D-Man Blues Freak on Instagram. All one word, no underscores, no nothing. Or you can send me an email. Um, and if you do that, make sure you put T-O-P Morflate group by in the subject line. Same thing. D-Man Blues Freak at gmail.com. Um, or you can hit me up on Facebook, Derek Lassini. Um, yeah. So more the, the more people that sign up, the better. Tell your friends, tell your wife, tell your kids. I think that's earlier we had said that it would be good to send a message to the Instagram account, Instagram account, total offered podcast, total underscore, total underscore offered underscore podcast. Uh, that'll work too. Hopefully 
<laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's yeah. a Steve thing, but he said it. So I'm assuming that he has that figured out. Hopefully he checks it and then he can forward me the information. The other thing I would ask you is when you send me, obviously if you email me, I'll have your email, but if you send me a, your interest on Instagram or Facebook, send me your email as well so that when we are ready to go, I can send out an email and say, Hey, we're ready to do the group by, um, I would say let's put a deadline of Thanksgiving on this so we can do a quasi Black Friday thing. So hit me up in the next. Gosh, this is probably going to come out tomorrow. Uh, yeah, y'all have a week to let me know. Maybe we'll extend it to the end of the month. We should probably do that. I caught most of that. Sort of. You, you caught, caught most of, of that, it. Steve. Sort of. Okay. What's that? Steve was gone. He got none of that. I. I caught the little bits of it. Basically, I went and grabbed my ring light so that you could see me. I wouldn't be as dark. I'm still crazy oh, dark. I don't know what's going on. I'm not that dirty. Whatever. <laughs> so dirty. It just looked like I was just like a, a shadow. It did. With eyes. Yeah, yeah it, was it was pretty, pretty bad. bad. Yeah, I was yeah. fixing to get canceled off of Discord. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned this, but well, I kind of I alluded to it, but I'll be more explicit. Yeah. Uh, you can get anything from Morflate on this group by. You know, the okay. the hose test, hose kits, the the regular ten six PSI or the ten six pro yep. the non six compressor. Yes, ten six compressor, or you can get the pro anything on Morflate's website is my understanding. Certainly awesome. every Morflate specific component. Yeah. And like I said, it's gonna be a pretty decent get discount, so yeah. that's right. I broke that down. Right. I already broke it down. They know. Sweet. Yeah, he- and told the people. I love it. I'm glad. Now I'll have to listen to the podcast so I can hear what Derek says. <laughs> yeah, Steve still doesn't know, Steve. <laughs> Which is fine. I'm cool with that. Dude, awesome. This has been a cool podcast. You guys ready to rock into some Patreon? Let's do it. All right. Um, check out Complete Off-Road if you need any kind of stuff for your rig at 563-583-5363 or give them a check out on uh, www.completeoffroad.com they're getting ready to have a new website so that'd be pretty cool and then uh, check out Offroad Anonymous for any kind of fab parts or Milwaukee packout goodies check out Crawler Off-Road for your recovery stuff check out Rad Designs if you need to get your shift together Morflate obviously Shouted them out plenty of times, but check out Morflate if you need some stuff. And if you do want to buy something cool, get a hold of Derek. And um, Summershine Supply? Sure. Nah, never mind. Some... We're actually canceling partnership yeah. with them. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. um, go check out uh, Summershine Supply if you need kind of cool detailing, buffing stuff, things like that. And then also, quick shout out to uh, Toolbox Widget. If you need some organizational stuff for your toolbox, check out Toolbox Widget. That's all we have for episode 193. Unless either of you have some last words. Derek, last words? No, no, no. last words? Pfft, works for me. Thanks for joining us for episode 193. We'll catch you on the trail. Bye.